When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Law School of America. Usufruct is a limited real right, or in rem right, found in civil law and mixed jurisdictions that unites the two property interests of uses and fructus. Uses, use, is the right to use or enjoy a thing possessed, directly and without altering it. Fructus, fruit, in a figurative sense, is the right to derive profit from a thing possessed, for instance, by selling crops leasing immovables or annex movables, taxing for entry, and so on. A usufruct is either granted in severalty or held in common ownership, as long as the property is not damaged or destroyed. The third civilian property interest is abuses, literally abuse, the right to alienate the thing possessed, either by consuming or destroying it, for example, for profit, or by transferring it to someone else, for example, sale, exchange, gift. Someone enjoying all three rights has full ownership. Generally, a usufruct is a system in which a person or group of persons uses the real property, often land, of another. The usufructuary does not own the property, but does have an interest in it, which is sanctioned or contractually allowed by the owner. Two different systems of usufruct exist, perfect and imperfect. In a perfect usufruct, the usufructuary is entitled to use of the property but cannot substantially change it. For example, an owner of a small business may become ill and grant the right of usufruct to an individual to run their business. The usufructuary thus has the right to operate the business and gain income from it, but does not have the right to, for example, tear down the business and replace it, or to sell it. The imperfect usufruct system gives the usufructuary some ability to modify the property. For example, if a landowner grants a piece of land to a usufructuary for agricultural use, the usufructuary may have the right to not only grow crops on the land but also make improvements that would help in farming, say by building a barn. However this can be disadvantageous to the usufructuary, if a usufructuary makes material improvements, such as a building, or fixtures attached to the building, or other fixed structures, to their usufruct, they do not own the improvements, and any money spent on those improvements would belong to the original owner at the end of the usufruct. In many usufructuary property systems, such as the traditional Ajito system in Mexico, individuals or groups may only acquire the usufruct of the property, not legal ownership. A usufruct is directly equatable to a common law life estate except that a usufruct can be granted for a term shorter than the holder's lifetime, Sestui Kvi. History. Usufruct comes from civil law, under which it is a subordinate real right, use in realiena, of limited duration, usually for a person's lifetime. The holder of a usufruct, known as a usufructuary, has the right to use, usus, the property and enjoy its fruits, fructus. In modern terms, fructus more or less corresponds to the profit one may make, as when selling the fruits, in both literal and figurative senses, of the land or leasing a house. Fruits refers to any renewable commodity on the property, including, among others, actual fruits, livestock and even rental payments derived from the property. These may be divided into civil, fructus civils, industrial, fructus industrialis, and natural fruits, fructus naturales, the latter of which, in Roman law, included slaves and livestock. 
Under Roman law, usufruct was a type of personal servitude, servitutes personarum, a beneficial right in another's property. The usufructuary never had possession of this property, on the basis that if he possessed it all, he did so through the owner, but he did have an interest in the property itself for a period, either a term of years, or a lifetime. Unlike the owner, the usufructuary did not have a right of alienation, of uses, but he could sell or lease his usufructuary interest. Even though a usufructuary did not have possessory title, he could sue for relief in the form of a modified possessory interdict, prohibiting order. In some indigenous cultures, usufruct means the land is owned in common by the people, but families and individuals have the right to use certain plots of land. Land is considered village or communal land rather than owned by individual people. While people can take fruits of the land, they may not sell or abuse it in ways that stop future use of the land by the community. Ancient examples of usufruct are found in the Code of Hammurabi and the Law of Moses. The Law of Moses directed property owners not to harvest the edges of their fields, and reserved the gleanings for the poor. Thomas Jefferson famously wrote in 1789 that earth belongs, in usufruct, to the living. Jefferson's metaphor means that, like a usufructuary, human beings have the right to use the earth for their own benefit and derive profit from it. Jefferson's use of the word living is critical here. He meant that the usufructuaries of the world are those who are alive, not deceased past generations. This idea would profoundly influence Jefferson over the course of his life, and would lead to his acknowledgement that the Constitution of the United States would be revised by future generations, and was part of the reason that the Constitution includes a provision for its own amendment. Local Variations United States Louisiana Although the United States is for the most part a common law jurisdiction recognizing life estate instead of usufruct, Louisiana is a civil law jurisdiction, specifically following the French and Spanish models. In Louisiana, usufructs generally are created in a manner similar to other real rights, by gift, donation, will, testament, or operation of law. Nevertheless, they are typically granted sestui cavi. Unless otherwise provided in a will, a person's share of community property exceeds to descendants as bare title holders, naked owners. Nevertheless, if that person has a living spouse, the latter will receive a usufruct in that portion of the estate until death or remarriage. Law. Civil Code Art. 890. Under certain other conditions, a usufruct may arise giving rights to that person's parents. Georgia. While Georgia does not share Louisiana's civil law history, the Georgia General Assembly statutorily created usufructs. In Georgia, a usufruct is rights or privileges usually arising out of landlord and tenant relationships, and with privileges granted to tenants holding less interest in real estate than estate for years. Under Georgia law, if a landowner grants a lease for fewer than five years, the lease agreement is a usufruct, and the landowner retains the estate. Also, Georgia courts consider as a usufruct any relationship between a landowner and a lessee where the restrictions are so pervasive as to be fundamentally inconsistent with the concept of an estate for years, or the landowner retains dominion and control over the business operating on the property. France. In France usufruct applies to inheritances. Under French law an indefeasible portion known as the forced estate passes to the deceased surviving spouse and issue, with shares apportioned according to the number of children, with the rest of the estate the free estate, free to dispose of by will. However, the surviving spouse may elect to distribute the forced estate as is, or convert it into a usufruct, or break up the estate into a distributable portion and a usufruct good for the children's lifetime. If a usufruct is chosen, a value is set for the usufruct interest for inheritance tax purposes and payable by the surviving spouse, 
on a sliding scale according to his slash her age. The value of furniture and household items is calculated using a standard formula based on the appraised value of the estate's liquid and non-liquid assets, then the usufruct's value to the surviving spouse is subtracted, and finally the remaining balance is divided among the children on the death of the surviving spouse. This simplifies handling household items since the surviving spouse is free to maintain, replace or dispose of them as he or she wishes during his slash her lifetime, with the monetary value of the items going to the children. Title to assets does not pass, and the usufruct disappears on death or at the end of a term of years. A usufruct is distinct from a trust or similar settlement. French law breaks with Roman law by construing a usufruct as not a servitude but rather a possessory interest. Philippines Philippine law relating to usufruct is set forth primarily in tidal virgin islands of the Philippine Civil Code. Thailand in Thailand the Commercial and Civil Code is based on the European Civil Code and recognizes the notion of usufruct at clauses 1417 to 1428. The usufruct can be done for a lifetime or a maximum of 30 years according to the law. It needs to be registered at the local land department to have full effect on third parties, on title deed nor source am or hire. The land department in Thailand will use their own forms and contracts. However, parties can make their own agreements. A usufruct contract in Thai and English is available here, payment of fee required for download. Scotland. A life rent, by which a usufruct is known in Scots law, is the right to receive for life the benefits of a property or other asset, without the right to dispose of the property or asset. An individual who enjoys this right is called a life renter. The owner of a property burdened by a usufruct is called the fiar and right of ownership is known as the fee. Cuba. Usufruct has been revived as part of the agricultural change associated with Cuba's special period. As a legacy of sanctions and a struggling economy, Cuba had accumulated many crumbling buildings that could not be repaired. These were torn down and the empty lots lay idle for years until the food shortages forced Cuban citizens to make use of every piece of land. Initially, this was an ad hoc process where ordinary Cubans took the initiative to grow their own food in whatever piece of land was available. Tenure but not ownership was formalized with a legal framework using usufruct to give farmers rights on a profit-sharing basis to the products produced from the land, but not ownership rights to the land itself. An equitable servitude is a term used in the law of real property to describe a non-possessory interest in land that operates much like a covenant running with the land. In England and Wales the term is defunct and in Scotland it has very long been a subtype of the Scottish legal version of servitudes, which are what English law calls easements. However, Covenants and equitable servitudes in most of the jurisdictions across North America, are slightly different. The usual distinction is based on the remedy plaintiff seeks and precedent will allow for the scenario in question. Where the terms are unmerged, holders of a covenant seek money damages, holders of equitable servitudes seek injunctions. The term used to exist in England widely before Telk v. Moxie and as byproduct of the Judicature Acts became one of the fullest mergers of equity and common law in England and Wales so as to agree initially on the term equitable covenant, then coming to be united in the term covenant save that equitable bears a particular meaning in English property rights since at least 1925, it means not fully compliant with registration slash written formalities. If it lacks legally routine formalities it is not a full legal covenant and therefore more tenuous, often only enforceable personally and against the original covenanter, in personam. Equitable servitude remains conceptually unaltered from its original core meaning however in many derived jurisdictions today. It describes wherever a party is in a non-criminal way forbidden from certain use, of land, in such a way as for breach to justify prohibitory or mandatory action to be ordered by the court. 
The term usually applies only to permanent restrictions, others may more commonly branded rules, terms of use, private via laws, or restrictions. The first example was wherever there was an enclave, the landowner would forever, while it is necessary, enjoy an implied positive servitude over the intervening land. In England and Wales that scenario is almost exclusively expressed in terms of implied easements in modern parlance. In the United States, negative and affirmative equitable servitudes remain a live legal concept in their own right. It is a covenant that equity will enforce in equity, rather than in the common law, against the successors of the burdened land who have notice of the covenant. If such notice is by constructive knowledge, such as the inquiries an ordinary purchaser ought to have made, then the covenant is known as implied. Creation. An equitable servitude must be created by a writing, unless it is a negative equitable servitude that may be implied from a common scheme for the development of a residential subdivision, so long as landowners have notice of the agreement. Implied negative servitudes, however, are not recognized in some states, such as Massachusetts and California. Burden. A successor of the promiser is bound if the original promise is in writing, the covenanting parties intended the servitude to be enforceable by and against assignees, the successor of the promiser has actual, inquiry, record, or constructive notice of the servitude, and the covenant touches and concerns the land. Benefit. The benefit of an equitable servitude runs with the land and thus is enforceable by the promise's successors if the original parties so intended, and the servitude touches and concerns the benefited property. Equitable defenses. A court will not enforce an equitable servitude under the following circumstances. The person seeking enforcement is violating a similar restriction on his own land, unclean hands. The holder of the dominant estate acquiesced in violation of the servitude by the holder of the servient estate, acquiescence. The holder of the dominant estate acted in such a way that would have a reasonable person to believe that the covenant was abandoned, estoppel. The owner of the dominant estate fails to bring suit against the violator within a reasonable time, laches. The character of the neighborhood changed sufficiently through development, changes in zoning, or through non-enforcement of the equitable servitude, called the changed conditions doctrine. Now a word from our sponsor, the Law School of America. A profit, short for profit apprendre in Middle French for right of taking, in the law of real property is a non-possessory interest in land similar to the better-known easement, which gives the holder the right to take natural resources such as petroleum, minerals, timber, and wild game from the land of another. Indeed, because of the necessity of allowing access to the land so that resources may be gathered, every profit contains an implied easement for the owner of the profit to enter the other party's land for the purpose of collecting the resources permitted by the profit. Creation like an easement, profits can be created expressly by an agreement between the property owner and the owner of the profit, or by prescription, where the owner of the profit has made open and notorious use of the land for a continuous and uninterrupted statutory period. Types. A profit can be a pertinent, owned by an adjacent landowner, and tied to the use of the adjacent land, or in gross. A pertinent. An appurtenant profit may only be used by the owner of the adjacent property. A properly recorded profit will remain even if the ownership of the land upon which the profit exists changes hands. In gross. By contrast, a profit in gross can be assigned or otherwise transferred by its owner. Courts will construe a profit as being in gross unless the profit is expressly designated as being a pertinent. Therefore, profits by prescription will virtually always be profits in gross. Like a commercial easement in gross, a profit in gross is completely alienable. Profits can also be exclusive 
guaranteeing the owner of the profit that no other person will be given the right to collect the specified resources on the land. Termination. Termination of a profit can occur by a number of means, including merger. If the owner of the profit acquires the land to which it applies, there is no longer any need for a separate right to take resources off it. Release. The owner of the profit can execute a contract to surrender the profit to the owner of the land. Abandonment. The owner of the profit ceases to make use of it for a sufficient length of time to lead a reasonable owner to believe that it will no longer be used. Misuse. If a profit is used in such a way that it places a burden on the servient estate, then it will be terminated. England and Wales. Creation. In English law, as a general rule, profits a prodra may be created in five different ways, express grant, reservation, implied grant, prescription, and by statute. Depending on the type of profit a prodra in question, there may be restrictions as to which methods of creation may be used. Express grant and reservation. Express grant. The owner of an estate in land may expressly grant a profit a prodra over their estate. Reservation. Where the owner of an estate in land sells part of their estate, but retains the other part, a profit a prandra may be created by reservation. This is actually a re-grant made by the purchaser of the newly created estate in land from which the owner of the original estate in land may benefit. This process is commonly referred to as reservation because the owner of the original estate in land has effectively reserved some of the rights they had previously enjoyed as owner of what is now part of the newly created estate in land. For example, the owner of Blackacre a freehold estate, may wish to sell part of their land, but retain a right to fish in the river flowing through that part of the land. The owner of Blackacre may therefore create a new estate over the part of the land they wish to sell, but make its sale conditional on a purchaser granting a profit a prandra to fish in the river from which the owner of Blackacre may benefit. Formalities. In order for a profit a prandra created by express grant or reservation to take effect at law, it must be created by deed. In order for a deed to be valid, the formalities set out in Section 1 of the Law of Property, Miscellaneous Provisions, Act 1989 must be satisfied. If a deed is not used, or if it is not valid, the profit prandra may only take effect in equity. Implied Grant. Law of Property Act 1925. Profits prandra may be impliedly granted under Section 62 of the Law of Property Act 1925. Necessity. If it can be shown that without a profit prandra, the dominant tenement will be incapable of enjoyment, an implied grant of such a profit may be found by the courts. In practice, this is unlikely to succeed. Common intention. If it can be shown that the parties intended for one to grant a profit a prandra from which others could benefit, but that for some reason a deed to that effect was not executed, an implied grant of such a profit may be found by the courts. Wielden v. Burroughs. Unlike easements, it does not appear that profits a prandra can be impliedly granted under the rule in Wielden v. Burroughs. In order for rights to be implicitly granted under this rule they must be, inter alia, continuous and apparent, which profits are not. Prescription. Common law prescription. For a profit a prandra to be created through prescription at common law, the claimant must show that the profit has been in continuous use since time immemorial which was defined as 1189 by the Statute of Westminster I, and Act of the English Parliament dating back to 1275. Given the difficulties in proving continuous use since 1189, the common law evolved to presume existence before 1189 provided the profit prandra has been used for 20 years, although this presumption is rebuttable. Although it remains available. Common law prescription has been largely superseded by the Prescription Act 1832 and the Doctrine of Lost Modern Grant. 
Prescription Act 1832. Section 1 of the Prescription Act 1832 provides that profits prandra may be created by prescription after a period of lawful uninterrupted use. Where the owner of the servient tenement has not granted permission, the prescription period is 30 years, where the owner of the servient tenement has granted permission, provided any such permission is not in writing, the prescription period is 60 years. Lost Modern Grant Generally, under doctrine of the Lost Modern Grant, if a claimant shows a profit aprandra has been in use for 20 years, it will be presumed that there was an express grant of such a profit, but that the deed has since been lost. This presumption is not rebuttable. The doctrine of the lost modern grant is an example of a legal fiction. Statute. Profits aprandra may be expressly created by statute. Enforcement. The beneficiary of a profit aprandra may enforce their rights through action, or abatement. Extinguishment. Express release. Owners of the profit aprandra may expressly release the servient tenement from the burden of the profit aprandra. In order for express release to take effect at law, a deed must be executed by all of the beneficiaries, where a deed is not used, express release may only take effect in equity. Statute. Profits aprandra may be extinguished by statute, either expressly or impliedly. Express statutory extinguishment occurs where a statute expressly provides that a profit aprandra is to be extinguished. Implied statutory extinguishment occurs where a statute does not expressly provide that a profit aprandra is extinguished, but does contain express provisions inconsistent with the continued existence of a profit aprandra. Unity of size and where the freehold estates in both the dominant and servient land come into the ownership of the same person, there will be unity of ownership. Unity of ownership is not sufficient on its own to bring about the extinguishment of a profit aprandra. Where the same person is in occupation of both the dominant land and servient land, there will be unity of possession. Unity of occupation is not sufficient on its own to bring about the extinguishment of a profit aprandra. Where the freehold estates in both the dominant and servient land come into both the ownership and possession of the same person, there is unity of sizen. Where there is unity of sizen, any profits aprandra the dominant tenement enjoys over the servient tenement will be extinguished. Merger where the servient tenement is a freehold reversion, and the dominant tenement a leasehold, if the owner of the leasehold becomes the owner of the freehold reversion, a profit aprandra over the freehold reversion annexed to the leasehold will become extinguished through merger. Abandonment. Profits aprandra cannot be extinguished through mere non-use for a long period of time, there must also be intention on the part of the beneficiary for their rights to be abandoned. Intention may be expressed or implied. Exhaustion. It is possible for the servient tenement to become exhausted of the fructus naturales the beneficiary of a profit may take. If the fructus naturales are not capable of replenishment, the profit aprandra will be extinguished through exhaustion. If the fructus naturales are capable of replenishment, the profit will merely be suspended until such a time that the fructus naturales have replenished. Excessive use. Excessive use by a beneficiary is not capable of extinguishing a profit aprandra but it is capable of causing the beneficiary's rights to exercise it to be suspended until the excessive use ceases. Exclusivity. Several profits. Several profits, also referred to as sole profits, grant the beneficiary, or beneficiaries, provided each person is identifiable from the moment of its creation, an exclusive right to enjoy the benefits over the servient tenement. The extent of the exclusivity is such that the owner of the servient tenement will be prohibited from collecting the specified fructus naturales from their own land, unless the right to do so has been reserved. 
the owner of the servient tenement will also be unable to grant the same profit to another person. Where the type of profit aprandra is not specified, it will not usually be presumed by the courts to be a several profit, except in the case of a right to fish, which is presumed to be an exclusive right. Several profits may be rights of common if over common land. There is no statutory definition for rights of common. Profits in common. Profits in common grant a number of persons, including the owner of the servient tenement, the right to enjoy the benefits over the servient tenement. All profits in common are rights of common. Types. Profits appurtenant. The benefits of profits appurtenant are annexed to a dominant tenement. In order for a profit aprandra to be classified as a profit appurtenant, the four requirements set out by the Court of Appeal in Re Ellenborough Park must be satisfied. One of the requirements set out in Re Ellenborough Park is that the benefit must be to the advantage, accommodate, the dominant tenement. In the case of profits aprandra, there need be no significant advantage provided in order for this criterion to be satisfied. Profits appurtenant may not be expressed to be unlimited, a limit on use will either be express, or will be limited by the maximum extent to which the dominant tenement may actually benefit. The majority of profits aprandra in England and Wales are profits appurtenant. Registration. Profits appurtenant created over a registered servient tenement on or after October 13, 2003 the date on which the relevant provisions of the Land Registration Act 2002 came into force, must be substantively registered with whom land registry in order to take effect at law. Unless and until substantive registration is completed, any such profit appurtenant may take effect in equity only. Profits appurtenant created on or after October 13, 2003 over an unregistered servient tenement need not be substantively registered with whom land registry in order to take effect at law. Where a profit appurtenant is a right of common, it cannot be registered within the land registry system, but will instead fall within the remit of the Commons Registration System. As of January 2021, the Commons Registration System is changing, with the Commons Registration Act 1965 is gradually being repealed by the Commons Act 2006. Different areas of England are now subject to different registration systems for rights of common. Profits appendant. In feudal England, when a lord of the manor granted an infof, freehold estate, over arable land, a profit appendant was automatically created in favor of the infof. A profit appendant enabled the infofi, the person to whom the infof was granted, to benefit from a right to graze horses and oxen, needed to plow the arable land, and sheep and cows, needed to manure the arable land, on pastures belonging to the manor. It is thought that profits appendant exist only in the form of commons of pasture, a type of right of common. Restrictions on creation. Quia emptors, an act of the English Parliament dating back to 1290, continues to prevent the creation of new profits appendant. Registration. Profits aprandra deemed to be rights of common are incapable of substantive registration with whom land registry. Consequently, there are no profits appendant registered within the land registration system. Profits in gross. Profits in gross are profits aprandra created for the benefit of a person or persons, not for the benefit of a dominant tenement. Profits in gross, unlike profits appurtenant, may be expressed to be unlimited. Restrictions on creation. The lack of a dominant tenement means profits in gross cannot be created by prescription under the Prescription Act 1832. For the same reason, it is not possible for a profit in gross to be created by necessity. Registration. Profits in gross created over a registered servient tenement on or after October 13, 2003, provided that the servient tenement is a freehold or leasehold with more than seven years remaining, 
profits and gross must be substantively registered with HM Land Registry in order to take effect at law. Unless and until substantive registration is completed, any such profit and gross may take effect in equity only. A profit and gross under these circumstances may be registered with its own title. Profits and gross created over a registered servient tenement on or after October 13, 2003, where the servient tenement is a leasehold of seven years or less, must also be substantively registered with HM Land Registry. Such profits, however, cannot be registered with its own title, instead, the burden of the profit will be entered into the charges register, part of the title register, for the servient tenement. Profits and gross created on or after October 13, 2003 over an unregistered servient tenement need not be substantively registered with HM Land Registry in order to take effect at law. Such a profit may, however, be voluntarily registered, provided it is over a freehold estate or over a leasehold estate with more than seven years remaining. Where a profit and gross is a right of common, it cannot be registered within the land registry system, but will instead fall within the remit of the commons registration system. Profits pure cause de vicinage. Profits pure cause de vicinage, Norman French for because of vicinity, is a profit operandre concerning the grazing of cattle on commons of pasture. Profits pure cause de vicinage arise where two commons of pasture are immediately adjacent and open to each other, for example, not fenced off from each other, and cattle grazing on one common of pasture have been able to stray onto the other common of pasture. The Law Commission does not consider profits pure cause de vicinage to be profits proper given they can only arise where there is a common of pasture, and that there is no grant by the owner of the servient tenement, the owner of the common of pasture. Nevertheless, some sources do consider profits pure cause de vicinage to be rights of common proper. Registration. Profits pure cause de vicinage cannot be substantively registered with HM Land Registry. The Commons Commissioners, who are responsible for settling disputes as to the registration of rights of common under the Commons Registration Act 1965, have generally held that profits pure cause de vicinage cannot be registered as rights of common either. Ireland. Irish law governs profits by Part 8 of the 2009 Land Act. The Law School of America. This has been a Creative Commons licensed podcast. The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation Incorporated under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike license. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America. (laughs) 